0: I'm Thomas Shabbat and you're listening to The Sense Call-Ups. From studios that might soon be released from lockdown, located in Stittsville, South Canada and downtown Ottawa, welcome to Season 9, Episode 4 of the Sens columns for Tuesday, February 9th, 2021. Hi, Cardinal, Panic Knocker here as well. The Senators have done what many have been asking for and have started playing more of the younger players. And it seems to be looking at least more competitive and entertaining, even if the winds are slow to come. Boys, the whole canal is now open. I, I, I can say I haven't skated on it yet, but I have walked a whole lot of it.
1: Nice, so I not, we're, well, we're not allowed to go because we're not 2.4 kilometers from there.
2: Hey, good
0: point. Well, <laughs> there were a lot of people on the canal who I'm guessing weren't 2.4 kilometers away from it over the weekend. There were a yeah. lot of people skating on it when we were walking along that.
1: Yeah, so, but and I I am so pro canal because uh, like it's not like Rink of Dreams or anything else like that that people are congregate. Well, I, I don't know what you saw, but because you're just going in one direction and there's enough space to spread out.
2: Yeah, and just by the way, just for our American listeners, two point four kilometers translates to two thousand four hundred meters. <laughs> Thanks, tips. It's about a mile and a half, <laughs> mile and a quarter.
0: Um. I actually because I walked past
1: ten just makes sense. I don't know what's wrong with you guys. <laughs> it's five thousand two
0: hundred and eighty feet in a mile. I don't know where your problem is with translating it. Um, there, I walked past the ice pad at Lansdowne, the artificial pad there on Sunday, and while the canal was full of people, I believe there were six people skating on that ice pad. That's it. As opposed to a month ago, when there were probably eighty. Yeah. <laughs> it was really crowded no thank Stupid. you so, yeah not yeah we'll idea, see
1: we'll but... see what happens with these variants and stuff in it, so. mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> we'll see if we get unlocked next weekend next early next week we'll see what goes with uh, after yeah, that after
1: I forgot to ask I don't I don't even know what the rules are
0: uh, they're not established 100% yet because it's <laughs> of, course yet.
1: of course not of
0: course not we have a lot to talk about because the games are coming thick and fast these days but before we do uh Couple of quick house notes. Uh email is podcast at sensecollops.com. I don't think we have any to read this week, do we? I checked. I didn't
1: Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We oh, do. We do. Yeah, oh,
0: perfect. Shows how much attention I'm paying to some things these days. That's really sad. The forums at Sense are Forums are at sensecolumps.com. The game threads uh, and bingo were still going on. We were playing bingo. I was very close. I was one square away from a bingo tonight. We needed an Are You Kidding Me moment, which I think could have been the two crossbars on the same shift, but uh, <laughs> I didn't argue that one.
2: I think there was a few of them tonight.
0: Yeah, and uh, the waiver wire sponsored uh, by our friends at Netto Canada is one eight four four S C U S E N S. Pan, let's go. We got lots to talk about.
1: Game on.
0: actually remember to take my headphones off this time
1: <laughs> well again before re- recording you got mad at me because apparently you guys asked if I was ready and this was when I was taking off my hoodie and I didn't, didn't have my headphones on mm. so part for the course guess. Mm. yeah, mm. The, yeah I, I can't wait to record in person again yeah it's it'll just, be nice just, it's be just that much easier it's, it's nice to see people that I know <laughs>
0: Better interaction too, but we're we're getting getting pretty good. Nice to see people
1: in general. Yeah. Mm. All right, here we go. So this will be fun, and my internet connection is fairly slow here. So let's see how this goes. Um, Sends out Oilers. This was still in the middle of hell. Who was in here? I think it was Hogberg. Eight five loss. So great. Um, This was pretty. I bet
2: the over on that one. Yeah. So Colin White gets his.
1: Colin White finally got his first in this one.
2: Remember when everyone was making
1: a be-all and end-all about him? Yep. Brady with his third. Batherson with his first. was um, with his second. You don't want to hit the button? Okay. And Austin Watson with his third. Uh, I, so, not, not a great game. Hogberg and just like decimated. I think it was going into the second... McDavid and Dreistidal were on pace for beating one of Gretzky's like single game records. So it's like, oh boy, here we go. So
2: Yeah, there there was no goal timing on that Western trip.
1: No. And even like as you're saying, I was like, well, we, we had five goals. It's like, yes, but we were playing an AHL goalie because Mike Smith was out for uh forever.
0: But we did so, get a bingo square for that because we, <gasps> they were playing a, a backup goalie. So that's a bingo dab.
1: Oh, right. Okay. Got to find well, the positives there, here. There we there go. Next game, sends at Oilers. 4-2 loss this time. Goals by Cedric Paquette. Remember him? Nope. And Tim Stutzler's uh, third. Stoo. There it is. Stray. Yeah. Hey, you so, said your internet was slow. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was right so, away from me. Yeah, so, th- this was a, <laughs> so, so this was a minus two um, in gold differential, so possibly our best game ever. Ever. Well, since the first game. Oh, man. Following that, we go into Montreal. I think this is a game. Bransom finally gets a call up. Because he, he needed to learn to by skating at the Brook Street for two, three weeks. Um, so yeah, so 3-2 at Branson was really good in this game. 3-2 win. Uh, goals by Shabbat from Tierney and Stutzl. And then, and then Stutzla from Batherson and Shabbat. Keep going. Fine. And then Josh no. And then Connor Brown from Branstrom and Stutzel. Stutzla. So three That's point game for, for, for Stutzel here, which was great. Like you, you could really see his confidence coming out in this game, in my opinion.
0: Was that was Branstrom's first game? Was that not was yeah. that Zub's first game too?
1: By maybe. This one or the one before. He might have played in Edmonton. Can't remember. In the four two loss. Um Zoob's been like two go his first two games he had two assists. But uh no. And the old Mike Babcock ways uh, the the tie goes to the veteran. So sorry Zub, even though you're the better player, you're you gotta sit for eight games for some reason. Anyways, next game, so you come back home against Montreal, and this is a 2-1 loss. So we're not getting um, shelled Shelled, or or, or touchdown games anymore. So that's a positive. It's a one-goal game. This was competitive. Montreal's only lost one or two games, and yeah, I think two games at this point. So then one of them was against us. So Colin White gets a goal here. Um, Stefan gets an assist, very deserving for this excellent teammate. And then what else? So that was that. And now, they're, so they're at home for a while. They played Edmonton yesterday. Matt Murray comes in. Matt Murray's played a bunch of these, real solid.
0: Yeah, he's definitely he seems to be finding his. Um, compared to when he was out west, he's def seems to be definitely. I seems to be definitely. Uh, that's a absolute. Conditional. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> he really does seem to be finding his his group. Now in you know the
1: how the rest of us feel. When he correct us.
0: <laughs> I corrected myself. I don't need any help.
1: So, <laughs> and and like he just like flipped a switch too. So, I like I don't. What happened to make him change? So. Really interesting. Anyways, Mike Smith comes back in this game. Three one loss. Um against Edmonton. Dadnov gets his second. And yeah, so I think yeah. The, the games are at least watchable now, which is great. They and
0: become then, entertaining.
1: Yep. And then Don't tonight again, three one loss. So well, uh, I, I I sold th- I still thought oh Sorry, his website didn't update properly. So three two loss tonight. Connor Brown and Dadinov.
2: Three horrible goals against the
1: Yeah, so yeah, like Hogberg played
2: back-breaking, this one. Breaking, he, he was bad. Easily stoppable. Well, the one at the face off is
1: he it, still shit out It had was it. It was, it was right it. on him and he dropped it, right? Like it yeah. went through him.
2: But the first and third goal were just Oh, deflating.
1: Yeah. And like we, we had a four minute power play and we killed three minutes of it ourselves.
0: Yeah. One shot in four minutes. It
1: was bad. Like, I don't know if you saw. It. No, I don't think you, you watch it, right? You're on radio. I wasn't or, watching
0: or... that part of the game. I did. I was listening to it cause I was in the middle of doing other things. Yeah. It and, was and, but later, bad passing. Yeah. The power play wasn't good and frustrating, but the third, um, the third period had some very good scoring opportunities that Ottawa just couldn't finish. There was one huge, there was a Dean Brown scramble call at one point, which means things are happening, but there was also the same shift where Nick Paul and I want to say Shabbat both rang it off the crossbar, Mm -hmm. like 15 seconds apart. So the shots are getting, or the shots are happening and they're getting through. They were just, just off by a little bit. And it's a sign that things are coming around. I mean, it may not be working completely well yet, but it's, it's progress and Compared to compared to how I felt at this time when we were recording last week, progress is what I wanted, and entertainment is what I wanted.
2: Yeah, and The Western trip was just hot garbage. It was like they're just unwatchable. How possibly bad some they of the were.
1: worst hockey I've ever seen.
2: Mm-hmm. But the gate when they came back, to start playing Montreal and even Edmonton tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. It was watchable. Um, yeah, mistakes, and we you just heard us complain about you know the goals by Hogberg, but the. It was watchable. Uh, they competed. I have no idea why those scrambles weren't going in the net. It's just uncanny. That's why I, I think I joked on Twitter. Did Rick Shirelli uh, open up Sens Mile too early again? Because it's like the cursed.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: we don't like to talk wow. about Rick Shirelli in the city anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're supposed to.
1: <laughs> yeah, that. he's like still on payroll, I think. Oh no, he's not. They took it away from him. Yep. But anyways.
2: Yeah, maybe don't Google that name for that reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. We'll just skip that.
0: So that's up to date. Those are the games. Son. So th- Yeah, those are the games. But- so
1: one, one win. If the coach thinks everything's okay now because they're competitive, no.
2: So it turns out the kids are actually more all right than the vets. Because when they start playing the kids more, we... Seem to be playing better, mistakes and all. They're mistakes that are
0: more tolerable because they're mistakes. I was I was talking to somebody uh, at work today about this. They're mistakes that are being made that are a genuine mistake, not something happening because of a fault. And that sounds right. like that, like it's not that somebody's getting beaten because they're slow or somebody is just not keeping up or somebody is not pushing hard enough to get back it's oops young player i don't i don't want to use the word honest mistake but it's almost like that like it's okay you'll learn from that exactly. it, it's a, it's it's a young player mistake not somebody who can't keep up mistake
1: like, if you recall when alfie's number got retired and he, he had his speech about Rick bonus and you'll have to revert so I can't remember what the play was, but he just got burned in his rookie year. And Rick Bonus told him, he's like, all right, that's Ray Bork. That So he's going to do that to you. Try not to let that happen again. So you admit that there's an error, but you explain why, and you don't burn him down or bench him.
2: Well, you don't bench him for the third period?
1: Yeah, <laughs> or pull him out of the lineup and put a put a veteran in. And even with with everything that they're saying now, it's like, well, like the the young players need to prove themselves before they take before they take the the spots.
2: Is that kind of like asking for experience when you're trying to get your first job? Yeah, it's awfully but, close to a win, you're in though.
1: Well, in a way, in you but play like, well. You with get the to stay. lack of practice. But with a lack of practice, how, how are these guys going to show you if they're healthy scratches? So, and and like now, I, I know Bruce on on the intermission today mentioned that uh, Batherson's on the verge of getting healthy scratched because he's not really? producing. It's like, well, frig! Like, I think they start playing pocket finally, but like. <sighs>
0: If if a young well, player is getting benched because they're not producing, then <laughs> that's really close to winning your in. You only get to stay if you are amazing. Other people are allowed to make mistakes, but you only get to stay if you're playing really, really, really well. That's not incentive. Like that's not a carrot. What that is is okay, I have to go out here and not screw up.
1: Yep, yeah. and, and that's mm-hmm.
0: that's not a mentality for giving somebody opportunity to play well that's sending somebody out there in fear to go okay how do i make sure i don't screw up And you can't be thinking don't screw up and how do i be creative you can't have the two thought lines at the same time
1: exactly and this is what i think was happening with colin white at the start of the season because he would make one mistake and just get benched right and i think that's Mm. what you're alluding to Canuck. so especially from not that we've really met him but colin white seems to be a really easygoing calm guy that they've they've coddled him too, so like he hasn't been as stellar as people say that he is. But even at that, when you pressure him with that, it's like he's he's going to make mistakes because he's he's scared of making mistakes. So and and I know my personally, I'm like that too. It's like if you put that pressure, I'm just going to crumble. Put put him in a, in in a position to succeed, not to fail. Um. And then with that, it's just like, well, then it's it's not the same thing. But it's kind of a glass ceiling in regards to age or experience, right? So why does the young player have to prove himself while these veterans are bad, like bad? Mike Mike Riley played well tonight. I think I don't remember yesterday, but um,
2: he played better tonight for sure. Like because I've really hated his game terrible.
1: so far. Terrible. Yeah. So w- why was Zub out for the first eight games and he walks in and he's fine? And you can't tell me it's like, "Well, he had to watch the game." Now he's 24, 25 years old.
0: He's played professional hockey before. <laughs> this just in.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's 25 and Riley's 27. So it's probably even like maybe 18 months be- between them. So, and you you got them for a reason. So, like. We have
2: five points in the league so far.
1: Yeah. And you you can't tell me that, well, they've tightened up now, so it's going to be okay. You want to put pressure on someone, you don't put it on the rookies, you put it on the management. And I think we've moved away from that now.
0: Well, I think maybe management is starting to feel some pressure and that's why we're seeing some of these younger players getting in the lineup at last because there was so much stock put into, okay, we've, we've, we've made trades and we've brought these other guys in and they're going to improve our lineup and they're going to make us hard to play against. Uh-oh, they're not.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we need to change. we need to change the way we're thinking about what makes us difficult to play against. Is it big and solid and rough, or is it skill, which is going to make us difficult to play against in the league, and most specifically, in this
2: division? I, I just think they got it mixed up. I think the, the message they got is, oh, you want us to be difficult to watch? Like, no, no, difficult to play against. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll do it. <laughs>
0: well played so yeah well played
1: so but like that's my that's my frustration on the team this this year this week is (laughs) no seriously it is just because if if you're saying that i don't know like i'm not management i'm not allowed to be a manager anyways but why is it the young player doesn't have to prove themselves i'm sorry well, the players have to prove themselves.
0: I was going to say everybody
2: should be, should be needing to prove themselves. Exactly. Proof is a proof until it's proven, but then it's a proof. Yeah. Thanks, Joe.
0: Well played. You're yeah. on fire tonight. But in the senators have actually made some moves with regards to this. I mean, they sent Aspero, the player who I never really figured out. <laughs> <rise, laughs> <laughs> Who <laughs> exactly? They sent him to the AHL when they brought Brandstrom up to the Taxi Squad slash NHL.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: today, it which is an interesting move considering how tonight's game went, today Joey Decord was sent down to Belleville, and uh, Gustafson was brought up to the Taxi Squad. Yeah. So
1: so AHL starting on the weekend, by the way. Yeah. Cool. So Decor- so Decord will get to play games. In my opinion, when Ottawa was terrible out west. Decords with the team they should have they should have started them put some pressure on the goalies but now I, it's worked for matt it's worked for matt Murray though whatever they did he looks fine
0: i I think Matt Murray is playing better for sure, but I think the team in front of him is also playing better and that becomes
2: yeah it doesn't
0: symbiotic spiral like it's, out of control yeah, they, but, the, yeah the, it, the two it, things work together
1: I think last night. Because, again, I've got no concept of time anymore. But last night, Matt Murray played out of his – he played extremely well and the team wasn't that great. That's yep. either last night or against Montreal. I can't remember. The loss against Montreal. Might have been the loss against Montreal too, to be honest. And then tonight, the team looked amazing. But Hogberg let in three bad goals and you lose
0: 3-2. Well, so fix one thing at a time. I mean, if you, if you can fix them all at the same time, that's wonderful. But if you can fix one thing at a time, then that, if Matt Murray is playing better, then that gives confidence to the other players on the ice that, okay, he's, he's got our back in case I do make a mistake, especially for the young players, I can, I can get more into playing my game and that works around and hopefully comes back to get better results like the first game against Montreal. Yeah, exactly. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see.
1: So yeah, I still don't think that we've optimized our lineup, but
0: no, but changes are at least happening, and that's Thank what we everybody's asking for. You know, Thank okay God. the the definition
2: of insanity. Remember, yeah.
1: I can remember, was Guy Boucher was playing. What's his name? Is little boy from Tom Pyatt? No, not Tom. Tom Pyatt was Nate Thompson. No, the other one, do something.
2: Oh, uh,
0: um, um, people are yelling at their podcast machine right now saying, this guy, I know who you're
1: thinking of. Gabriel Dumont. Wow, how did you pull that in? (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. Yeah, so Gabriel Dumont, so he was nothing, and Nick Paul was a healthy scratch. And the team was done. So, though, like those are the frustrations with because we saw a lot of Guy Boucher stuff this season, including the acquisition of, um, of of guys that DJ wanted, like Josh Brown. I don't think Josh Brown's played in a while either.
0: Uh, I don't think so. So, but <laughs> okay,
1: yeah. Now the only problem with that is we, we we've got him on a two year contract. I think before this.
2: Well, here's another example because we've we've learned that derek stepan wants to be traded right
1: mm-hmm.
2: and they keep playing him all the time and,
1: like, and he's I, not I producing
2: uh, well i i could see that that you want him to be in a yeah you want to showcase it but he is what he is like we're not doing well he's taking up a roster spot now for developing players like just cut your loss and that's exa-
1: yeah, sports are really, I was tweeted to this and to Kevin today, sports are really bad at understanding sunk costs. Yeah.
0: I, I think sports are also really bad at, well, I, I, I saw a really good quote recently, and the quote is from Otto von Bismarck, who, if you don't know who Otto von Bismarck is, you can look him up on Wikipedia at some point. He's basically the person who built um, Germany into Germany in the 18, in the late 1800s from a collection of independent states into Germany. And he did it by (laughs) ruthless politicking and sidelining monarchs and that sort of thing. But he was very good at what he did. (laughs) No, but he had a really good quote. And it it reminded me, it it made me think about, this is the problem that the senators are having right now. And the the, the quote was, a fool learns from his mistakes. A wise man learns from the mistakes of others. Mm-hmm. And and with what this team has brought in, especially late in the off season, some of these players who we traded for, <laughs> why <laughs> these we, these teams were willing to part with these players for one thing, easily, and the trades weren't hugely beneficial. Except okay, we get a draft pick here, or we get rid of some LTIR there. But
1: yeah, no, the the, I, the, I, the Tampa I, trade was brilliant. I, I I will support the Tampa trade all day, every day. I will not support playing the players.
0: Fair enough. So we made the trade. That doesn't mean we need to play the players. If the team was exactly. willing to get rid of them, mm-hmm. then why aren't we learning from that? And like if Why these is players Corbin aren't more-
1: struggling out there and Zub's not doing anything? But people are so happy, Zub.
0: I'm very happy with him.
1: It's, just, it's great. <laughs> and, like, and even going back to that sun costing, because I know I was talking with Bruce before... Or not before, he would never tell me anything beforehand. But just with um, the Derek Stepan deal, it's like, well, the Sens are going to have to give a better pick because Arizona paid Stepan a $3 million signing bonus. And my argument to that, with somewhat of a business mind and financial mind, is that $3 million is a sunk cost. And we yep. don't need the cap floor. So that 3 million dollars and the cap hit mean nothing to me.
0: Well, if they wanted to get rid of him I don't think we should have paid more because they already paid him as bonus.
1: Ex- exactly. But that's yeah. the way that they were selling it and it was getting bought that way. Well, so you're you're paying a premium for something that doesn't exist. Anyways, so yeah, the, like those are the the minor frustrations but it's uh I'm definitely not letting the management off the hook here. And I don't think they're off the hook either.
0: I don't think they are. I I think that they're maybe gaining a little tiny bit of leash by starting to do what people have been asking them to do, even if they're not wanting to do it or if they're, you know, I don't want to say, I shouldn't say that they're not wanting to do it, but it seems to be be something that's being done slowly. I don't want to say grudgingly, but it almost looks that way. Like, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it. Or i I this is not the way we want it to go, but we're gonna we're gonna go this way at least for a bit. And as long as it doesn't get reversed and we start seeing everything going back to the way it was,
1: mm-hmm. which
0: we know doesn't work.
1: Yep. I'm and, okay. and like even that like there was points tonight that Austin Watson was playing with um Norris and Stutzel. Like why?
0: <laughs> why? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't because there had been a ton of... Well, maybe because... It
1: wasn't, phys- it wasn't a physical game that got all that out last game.
0: No, I was wondering if it was because there hadn't been... Like Austin Watson is a penalty killer and there hadn't been any penalties. So trying to keep him at least warmed up a little bit, like so he doesn't sit on the bench for the, you know, get two shifts in an entire period, something like that. Maybe that, That's my first guess. That's you know, my only guess, to be honest, but that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Um, I don't really
2: have anything else to talk about with the senators. We've mashed no, that up pretty so, well. well sort of this is whole
1: pile of losses. But uh, big
2: yeah. news of uh, speaking of losses, Brent Wallace let go from TSN. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> what a segue. Nice. one nice one. So,
1: <laughs> um.
2: Not a not a good segue. But that it's came. A segue. Yeah.
0: That came as a bit of a shock, and then there was more cuts going on as as time went on. There were there were um um uh, hosts
1: Dan and O'Toole. and reporters. Yep.
0: Natasha Staneshevsky, another yep. one gone. Um, it 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 does beg the question as to why everything is being cut back so much when the parent company is doing very well financially. But that's yeah. because because you, you
1: can. You,
0: well, you do it because that's what keeps shareholders happy. Correct doesn't doesn't necessarily produce a better product, but it keeps shareholders happy. So there you go. And how's that for mental health? Yeah, well, a, w- a, a well. week after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is a, a tad hypocritical, but I'm, I'm not going to say anything further on that matter. Um, <laughs> there have been a lot. <laughs> not that you know a- anything about that. Not that I know anything about it, exactly. Um, <laughs> getting, getting into the rest of the league, um, there's been some very interesting things going on in the rest of the league, spe- specifically south of the border. Um, as of today, uh, the number of, I mean, there are now five teams that have had games delayed because of COVID-19. I don't think there's a sixth yet. I was counting them up. This. Stars, a bunch Devils. of stuff
2: happened today, right?
0: Uh, yes. And the number of games that have been delayed as of earlier today, I don't know if I only counted up to earlier today was 34. In a condensed season, there are already 34 games that have been delayed. So it's and, and there are some teams that already have really back heavy schedules i think it was we were talking about it on the radio today that the leafs have something like um seven games in 11 days coming up is late the in their leafs, schedule the leafs? the leafs or the bruins was one of them
1: so well the thing with the leafs is that their schedule hasn't been interrupted not
0: yet well
1: y- yeah but, but like but this is of, how it is right
0: yeah so. none of this is happening north of the border at least so far touchwood mm-hmm. um it's is all it, south of the is border. Is it
1: coincidental? We don't know yet.
0: Don't know. But it's the Stars, the Devils, the Sabres. And the Sabres were directly due to the Devils. Um, the Wild and the Avs.
1: Yeah, two linesmen. And
0: they're some like, of these teams are going to be out for a little while because they're having like 15 players mm-hmm. that are affected.
1: 15.
2: It's <laughs> going to get down to the playoffs and the finals where the Canadian division is going to be like, you know what? We're good. We'll take the silver. No, <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: well, I wonder if it'll end up being in another bubble north of the border.
2: The playoffs probably will be.
1: So yeah, because this well, you can it's still divisional until the second end of second round, right? Now, yeah. With that being said, because don't forget that the NHL did do a private purchase of the vaccines. Right. And as to where the U.S. is right now. Like I, I just stopped trying to pay attention to Canada because it's 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 a mess, and now they they've approved six doses out of the vial instead of five. So who knows what's gonna happen on that? Um, like if if you're scraping it that much, that's not a good sign. But it really it's a race of like, do they move into divisional bubbles or do they just vaccinate, and which one comes first?
0: I have to see. Don't know. It's a completely fluid system at the moment, but.
1: Yeah. And I was watching on the news too, like in the States right now, it's it's a race between new variants and the vaccine rollout. In vaccine, yep. or not vaccine, but vaccinations.
0: Well, that's a race around the world.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but, well, it's worse in the States because <laughs> it's a friggin' free-for-all it's in most of the places there.
0: Well, there's also the fact that one of the variants apparently is not. um mm-hmm reacting to the, I think it's the Oxford, AstraZeneca. AstraZeneca? Yeah. Yeah. That's not good because that's the vaccine that's being used in South Africa.
1: Uh And in Canada,
2: it's one of the ones purchased. Yeah.
1: So So, uh, we're never going to get out of this.
0: Uh, We will. Or at least I'm just going to be, as long as we can start crossing provincial borders, that's my big one. (laughs) It's all about me. Yes. Yes. It is all about
1: me. Oh well, which, which which has been the theme of this whole thing too.
0: Because if I can do that, then I can simply run away and hide in in the Gatno Hills, and I will isolate completely. Mm-hmm. And that that makes me feel very safe.
2: I don't know. I've watched enough zombie movies to know that eventually they find you out in the woods. So, yep. Yeah, but <laughs> I also know how to.
0: <laughs> we have weaponry.
1: <laughs>
0: it's okay. It's all right.
1: Um, the, the Walking Dead was right.
0: There are a couple of points that so one right. of you has put into our show notes that I don't really know much about. So I'm going to have to let you collectively talk to them. Um, I have no idea who Honka is.
1: So Elias Honka, he's a defenseman f- uh, with Dallas. So this happened. So Dallas ended up signing him in starting into the season. And he... When we were shopping Carlson, Honka was a highlight for the Dallas package. Oh. So when our defense was bad and we didn't claim him and he's making 700 grand for one year, it's like, okay, like there's, there's no solutions here. Luckily, things have looked promising now. Even though wow. Brant's well, room's out for a week, but I want to be kind of nice to have a um, Yarosh or a Lajoyah to to draw back on if needed.
0: I, I I believe we mentioned that in our last episode. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah.
1: No. Nope, no. Nope, Josh Brown. You know to
2: Say Josh Brown, I mean, to like really Belleville.
1: Belleville Taxi Squad. Either or. We'll honestly. See. honestly, honestly, either or. Mm-hmm. I think Logan Brown's chomping at the bit to make it now because he got moved up to taxi squad. Um,
0: well, we'll see. I mean, yeah. so, the the moves that have been made so far have, have been in a positive direction, both for um, playing younger players, but also in better play. So, once,
2: step on once out. Let him stop wave. taking up Logan Brown's spot.
1: Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
0: He he wants out, but if you if I guess I'll play Devils Advocate on this for a second. If you um waive him, well, no, even wave him, if you put him on, if you stop playing him, will there be any interest from anybody else? Some it, well, cost will at there this will point. there be any cost?
1: There? Yeah. If there's isn't, if there isn't already um demand are we really going to get it?
0: Fair enough. And he is a UFA. Right? He's gone at the end of the season anyway.
1: Yeah. Like he's not part not. of the future, and, and even if that, like, with the way that he's playing now, you might get a fifth round pick for him. I think you can let him go. Say, so, you know what? Just feel free to go home. And if he really, if he really wanted to, he could all he could always opt out of the season too.
0: And he's already got most of his money.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know if he'd have to return some of that, but. Uh, no, don't cry. That don't cry that you miss your family when you can actually move them up to Canada, to one of the safest places on Earth right now, and that you, you miss them, but you still want to make your two million dollars a year.
0: It's a choice. It's a choice, and everybody makes their choices according to yep. themselves. So yep.
1: I don't necessarily need to feel bad for them because this is a condition of being an NHL player.
0: Mm. It's a a condition of employment. You knew it, so it happens.
1: You didn't like it, don't get a no trade.
0: I'll admit, I don't know exactly what went on in New York with...
2: I haven't been following it either.
0: With Tony D'Angelo. I know that he was waived, and I know that there was some sort of incident that caused this, and that there's a history but I don't know anything about it. I haven't had a chance to look it up because, well, it didn't really pique
1: my interest. Yeah, so he's been this, I don't really want to say that it's because he's a Trump supporter. Now that all lies into it, but he's been noticing racist things and demeaning things and uh, chauvinistic things. And he's not been, even from the OHL period, he was not liked not only by opposing teams but even his own team teammates. Um there's an interview. He got suspended for a racial slur in junior hockey. And there's an interview with his dad and his dad said like, yep, those are words that I use. I know they're not right, but uh that's just who I am. So the apple didn't fall far from the tree. And I think cause He's always boisterous on um, social media, so the team had to monitor that. And then at the end of an overtime loss, he went out... Well, I don't think he physically went after the goalie, but he went after uh, Grigoryev, I think his name is.
0: Grigoryev, yeah.
1: At which point, either another player stepped in and punched him in the face. So at that point, the team's like, you know what, we're done with you. So he was... Fourth in de- in uh, defenseman points last season, and like nope, we're done. Waved. Hmm. So, at which point we we're all horrified that Otto would pick him up, but nobody claimed him. So, he he's done in with the Rangers. Um, try to be a better person. He's not going to change from this, anyways. He'll just be better about it, but. uh yeah, there's like four million dollars a year or something like that, or four million dollar contract that's gonna get paid out some way, shape or form.
0: Yeah, he's twenty five. So he'll yeah. they I would presume they would buy him out at the end of this season.
1: That's right. So yeah, it's a it's a third you pay out a third of it at his age. So it's hmm. not that well, it's more money than I've seen in fifteen, twenty years of work, but
0: you know, we toss these numbers around like they're nothing. It's like well, yeah, for the average human they are, but not for an auto for a for a hockey player, I suppose they're not. Okay, so thank you. So, I, I knew that there was something going on, but I didn't really know what it was. Thank goodness we did not claim him. I, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Speaking of players having issues, <laughs> good segue. Um, we talked. I think it was two episodes ago. We talked. We spoke on the uh, trade between. Columbus and um Winnipeg. And that Patrick Line left Winnipeg to go to Columbus and we were all sort of okay, so you didn't like what was going on in Winnipeg and you weren't really fond of um oh I just forgot the name of the coach out there. Torts? Uh or Winnipeg. Oh. Paul Maurice.
1: Paul Maurice, thank you.
0: So uh now you're gonna go out these names. Now you're gonna go and play for Torts. Have fun with that. Well, he's and been stapled. Uh, yeah. Now, towards t- at the end of the game, after he had been stapled to the bench halfway through the second period and all through the third period, said it's an in in house thing. I'm not talking about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which um, I will give him full credit for saying. Rather than going into what was going on, nope. That's uh, it's not something I'm talking about in the media. I think that was definitely the right road to take and i'll give him full credit for doing that because he doesn't always (laughs) let's be honest he doesn't always he's pretty honest but i'm I'm impressed that he did that because it was the right thing to do it'll be interesting to see what happens as the season goes on you know disgruntled winger moves goes to work for another coach and suddenly finds he doesn't like it there either because he's only a he's 22 he's going to be a ufa rfa rfa sorry that's what yep. I meant to say. I'm just tired. Um it'll be interesting to see what happens as the season goes on and if he gets traded again or what happens in the offseason with him as well.
2: Well, why don't I come have... work for a DJ as a coach? Or a coach named DJ? Come down. Hard Oklahoma. to say. Hard well, who knows? Would you take a chance on him? Stepan, straight up.
1: Can't say, hey, Patrick Stepan played for Torts in New York, so That's right. Take that in a heartbeat.
0: Uh, if we could engineer that trade, I don't think Columbus would make it, but sure, why not?
1: No. Yeah, no, I, I, well, and this is a thing, too. It's like, okay, so Torts Bench is line A. Torts Bench is, uh, what's his name? The guy before that that traded for him. And then all the stars leave, like Panarin leaves, Bobrovsky leaves, Deshane leaves.
0: Do you think he's getting long in the tooth?
1: Like, so, yeah, and I know that we talked about this a couple episodes ago, but, like, you, you can't. If you're the owner, it's like if I keep losing my stars, essentially for for nothing, what's the root cause here? Because this is going to cost, it's costing him money.
2: I don't think as a fan base we can identify with that kind of question. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Clearly it's everybody else's problem. (laughs) Well, they're just not they're, they're not
0: a they're not on on team torts, That's all, I guess. Um, one other little bit of news that came out today, which I thought was interesting, um, Ron Hextall has been uh, appointed as the new GM of the Pittsburgh Penguins, and Brian Burke is the president of hockey operations. And I thought this was interesting because Ron Hextall is a former Flyer. Mm -hmm. So a former flyer is now the GM of the Penguins. Let's stop and think about that
2: for a second. That's like Darcy Tucker being GM of Ottawa or something. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's exactly (laughs) where I was going with that.
2: (laughs) Uh, Brian Burke and the Penguins, they're just, they just attract.
1: They just won the lottery. (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) Good, good reminder.
0: I just thought it was an interesting Juxtapositioning of who's actually working for that team now. Like the goalie of a hated enemy is now your GM. I wonder what are the fan base thinks about that. I have I haven't had a chance to look through any sort of um like looking on Twitter or anywhere else to see what um Penguins fans are saying about it.
1: So Well you you gotta remember most of the Penguin fans came in after Crosby showed up, right? That's true. But they won't know actually. True.
0: <laughs> 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 you make a strong point.
1: Hey. But
0: uh Want to read that email now?
1: Yeah.
0: Since I have no idea, I didn't sure, even know we had right. one. Okay.
1: Let me bring that up. That's my s- We got, got a text couple. document ready. It's like, no, nope, that's not the right email address. I, uh, I from got him moneyball dear sense call-ups are we at the beginning of a movie featuring brad pitt as pared um are we suddenly about to watch our team go on a miraculous run after a poor start or is this a late night reboot of the inaugural season
2: this is definitely uh, so, so no puck.
1: and <laughs> yes
0: well it's been a bad start i'm not one i'm not going to go on i'm not going to say that the whole the whole season is going to be as bad as the first season i think it'll be as bad as the last season or the actually i think it may be as bad as the season before that
1: i think it's the season before that last we'll season see. seemed like an improvement it's, it's kind of reverted down this time well but but how, it's, how many it, games it, have we played now 14 okay
0: yeah the, the first 10 or 11 were really bad and this the, the last few are looking more like last season so i'm hopeful that it's going to be more last season than the season before Yep. Last half full. So we'll see.
1: Right. So we're now officially done a quarter of the season, so we're on pace for eight wins. It's
0: better than
2: last week. It was only seven last week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we got another email too. It's
1: climbing from and uh climbing Aaron in Sweden.
2: Tell me to read it. Yep. Yes. I forgot yeah, about So that Aaron in Sweden emails in. Subject is indifferent yet content. Hey guys. As many other fans I experienced a foreign sense of optimism this last list last off season. But oh, when you're flying high, the fall is so much harder. The surprising thing is that I did not crash in resignation, nor did I get angry. A small few somewhere in my brain's hockey department, well, it went and I felt nothing. It's like my love for hockey and more so the sense of taking a couple of Xanax and no longer feel the highs or the lows. It just sits there in the middle, indifferent yet content. Like, this is fine, no matter what happens around me. (laughs) Uh, If you describe your emotional state about the Sens right now, what would it be? Love the show. Take care and be safe. Best regards, Aaron from a quite chilly coastal town in Mideast Sweden. Thanks, Aaron. My emotional Mm -hmm. state about the Sens would be, uh, yeah, I think you captured it right. It's that dog sitting at the table with the fire around it. Like, this is fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mine's better than last week. I'll say that it's better than last week. Last week, I was, I was annoyed because I was indifferent.
2: Hashtag better than last week.
0: Yeah, could be worse. <laughs> yeah,
2: there
0: you go. <laughs> no, so
1: now I, you're I just mildly hap- <laughs> apathetic.
0: <laughs> I'm not apathetic. I'm actually my interest has been rekindled because they are becoming more entertaining they're becoming more competitive it's not a complete tire fire disaster area are there mistakes still being made of course there are Mm -hmm. but is there improvement i believe there has been
1: big time
0: and i'm i'm hopeful i'm not going to go quite as far as to say optimistic but i am hopeful that the improvement will continue Mm -hmm. so i'm in a better place than last week. Um, and I'm really looking forward to having that Im- continue to improve as it did last week to this week. We'll see. I don't expect it to be a rocket ship up to woohoo, but um, I'm better than I was, and that counts.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that counts. So it does. So for me, um, I'm especially now that the, the team's improved this this week over last week, just like what you said. I'm just happy that there's something for me to do. Number one, it's something that I can enjoy to watch, and I'm not, I'm not stressed out or angry over losses this year. <laughs> which is kind of good, but um, just because we know that this this is not going to be a playoff year, we, we know it. The one thing that is the goal for me at this point is a caller Trophy for Stutzle. So that's what I'm really focused on at this point.
2: Rookie of the year, right? Mm. That's that's political I mean, that's and an hard, though. That's an ambitious goal, but and it, I it, think.
1: But compared to the other guys, like Byfield's not in the league, and uh, Lafreniere only has one goal. I think.
0: Are there any other rookies who aren't from the last draft, though? Who but may when be...
1: Byram, but he's apparently not ta- pl- talking, playing a lot. Um, yeah, hold on here. Let's take a look at Lafreniere, and then there's one in Minnesota. I I like your optimism. yeah. So he's he's or... played 11 games and has one goal. Needs a minus four, plus minus for this end. It won't really it won't be nice either. Um, Minnesota. Let me see if I can find him real quick here.
0: It does Stoops. present.
1: It- a
0: It does present an interesting conundrum of a really amazing player playing on a bad team versus a really good player playing on a good team. Which one would be rookie of the year?
1: It's a great question. Kaprizov is the other one. Minnesota's not that great either. So he's got nine points in 11 games. Whoa. But where did it go? Oh, come on. Hold on here. Sorry. This is great radio. He's 23 was... years old. Yeah. Hmm. So that always counts against. So 9 points in 11 games. And what's Tim at? Timmy is at uh Ford Stutzler. Because he was also hurt for a bit too, right? I don't remember that. He's played 10 games, 6 points in 10 games. Minus 8. Yikes.
0: Hmm. But the minus eight is on the team.
1: Exactly. They're not. They're, I don't think they're going to look at it's plus minus for uh, f- for the for the Calder Trophy. So this is the silver lining to the season.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then the other thing, because I know that this the twenty twenty one draft class is not the best, but now there's talk that they might do the twenty twenty one draft in the summer. No, not in the in in December, and then the other one right after, or like a black, or a back to back draft. Yeah. So if our give everybody time to see it more, exactly. So if our positioning or if they use like a three year average for positioning something like that for the for the, the 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 draft lotteries or the seating, that's really good for us.
0: Well, you know we won't get first overall. Okay, you know we won't. We're due. We were due this past year and we had two shots at it.
1: <laughs> well, the, 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 okay, look at it again. You prefer Stutzel over Byfield and Lafrenia right now? I do.
2: I haven't, I haven't. watched Lafrenia. I haven't watched I haven't the other watched two him,
1: so. but Yeah. But let's see. His output's better. Who knows? Can't say. Can't, yeah, can't, can't say. say now, but. No. Again, if he's It is an interesting
0: thing to watch, and I hadn't—I honestly hadn't thought of that until you mentioned it right now. So it is something I will start to think about at least.
1: Good point. I don't think I've heard think of it, it anywhere.
0: It's really early in the season for people to be talking about that, though.
1: Uh, Quarterway done. I'm pretty yeah. sure Austin Matthews are talking about it uh, after his first game.
0: They were talking about it before <laughs> and they his just,
1: first game. He, and he, he tailed off right after that. He's never been he, he, as good as he was then. Bust. All right. Sure, he had like 11 goals in the last 10 games, but at the pace of his first game, he should have had 40.
0: Well, we'll see how. We'll see what happens. Yeah,
1: he's a dud. All right.
0: <laughs> Let's grind our gears and get out of here.
1: You know what really grinds my gears?
0: I'll go first this time so you guys can think about what your cryptic notes mean. <laughs> <laughs> um,. Mine's actually really simple. There are there are several ads on radio these days. I, they may be on television, but I keep hearing them on radio and on various stations for insurance companies, and they're talking about um, you know bundling your your house and your car insurance together to save money. But they're always asking. They, no matter what the company is, they seem to be asking all the same question. And the question is, do you own or rent your home? And my reaction to that is, well, what else is the other option? You squat somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you don't own it and you don't rent it, then how are you insuring it? it it's not your home, it's somebody else's. Or you're squatting somewhere or you're living <laughs> in your car or whatever.
1: It's the
2: dumbest thing ever.
1: Now I see what you mean.
2: Right? It, that really bugs me. But because see, it's, it's intentional a, it's, because it makes you think you're part of an exclusive group. Like, I yeah. do own or rent my, or home. my <laughs> home. You're
0: one of everybody. Congratulations!
2: <laughs> oh, it just bugs me. Anyway, over to you. Uh, I got a bunch of them. Oh yeah, you do. Um, I'm gonna take off. one <laughs> Which one, one of those. do you want to pick? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, who was number 90 that played for Ottawa a few years ago? Uh, Alex Chasson. Uh, and who's number 39 on Edmonton Oilers? Same player, yeah. Chase on. So that grinds my gears. Why is he called Chase on?
1: Pronunciation of his name, yes. Because in well, well,
2: no, no. I I know what the answer is, but I want to hear you say it so I can tell you what grinds my gears.
1: Because he in the same same way that we anglicize a lot of names in Ottawa, it's a bilingual city, so he preferred to go with the, the French pronunciation of it. But in Edmonton or Dallas or wherever else he's been he's accepting of the English pronunciation of it to make it easier for the people around him.
2: So you purposely worded it the most diplomatic way ever. But the other way to look at it is like, okay, either... He's whitewashing his name? He, well, he, his name... Chinese
1: people are all like Willie? Yeah. Marty? <laughs> you
2: know, you Mike, you Mike. basically said to a fan base, you cannot handle my name. So I'm going to go with Chase on.
1: Yeah, but they can't.
2: And... <laughs> So okay, so either that that means that Ottawa and Montreal, however, we're, we're too highfalutin. We have to go with the uh, the fancy pronunciation of his name. So either way, I don't know. It just we, it's
1: better, and we can handle it.
2: Yeah, it either it, it, either everybody else is dumb and we're good, or yes. we're too highfalutin, and everybody else is normal.
1: Listen, but, uh, we've got the Umlaut on Stutzla.
2: we don't have it on Hogberg or, no, or Brandstrom. Brandstrom
1: we should we should that's hilarious it's like
2: we lead the league in umlauts hello (laughs) (laughs) okay here's the one that really grinds my gear though Uh, chase on just it, it, it it does actually grind when i hear that name uh video game trailers so if you ever go on to you see any video game on commercial or if you're in if you got like a playstation or an xbox you go to the store and like oh what's this game and you watch like the video clips they never show actual gameplay. It's always the movie clips between scenes or levels or something like that. So you have no idea what it is. And that, that grinds my gears because I have you no idea. You bought
1: Cyberpunk, what, didn't you?
2: I did not. <laughs> but if you if you watch that, it's like what probably all, 100%. 100% yeah. just movie clips. Yeah,
0: I'm with you. They're not actually showing what the game looks like. They're showing you what the promo during between levels looks like.
2: Like so picture go. this picture this cutscene, you know, you just movie clips you keep seeing of this man walking up and says he was followed for a ghost from his past. And it's like, Here, take these pellets, they will help you on your journey. And then it's a trailer for Pac Man or something, right? You have no idea what the gameplay is gonna be like. <laughs> That's going a long way with that. Well done. Along your journey you shall find fruit. Find the fruit. <laughs>
0: You prepared for this a little too much, but I like it.
2: And the, my last, crying gears, this one's quick. We talked about uh, masks being down over the nose last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, coaches on the bench and DJ Smith, you're one of the worst. <laughs> so
1: bad. He's like, so bad.
2: Okay. I, I completely understand, DJ, why you want to pull your mask down when you're hollering out a command because you want to be heard and stuff. So so well, I would go with this. Why are the coaches wearing the masks behind the bench. They're probably part of that team bumble bubble at that point. The you, know, bumble. Like, <laughs> <bumble>. <laughs> you know, if, if the team's going to get it, the coach is going to get it probably. So you're probably part of it. So you're probably doing more of a disservice to the public image of wearing masks by constantly pulling it down and up and down because yeah. you know, And at one point he pulls it down and spits on the bench. Like,
1: Oh yeah, that was gross. Uh, Come on, DJ.
2: Like DJ. As soon as you pull it down once to say something over the heads of your players, you might as well just have it off. Like, like it's just you you've spread it at that point, so
1: yeah, well uh, just get just, him a bigger mask like get a, get yeah. him a bigger one that'll stay on
0: and maybe a microphone inside it and a bullhorn
1: Yeah, right like now I, I think that really at any time that he's in contact with his players, he's got a mask on, and like well, in this is where all their athletes and they're going to be healthy. Marco Rossi is not doing well. So, because he, he's 19 years old and Minnesota sent him back to s- Austria. I think he's Austrian.
0: But he has COVID, does he not?
1: He had COVID and now he's off until March at least because of impacts to his body due to COVID. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and he's a 19 year old athlete. Now, Ralph Kruger from the Buffalo Sabres also has it. He's got to be in his mid to late 60s now.
0: Well, it affects everybody differently. I mean, it affects some people far worse than it affects others.
1: So. Yes. So, like, and who knows what else is going to happen to all these players now and half the teams have it. Mm-hmm. Like, if it goes to the Rangers or to Columbus, and you've got Max Domi or Capocacco that are type 1 diabetic, that's very risky. So, anyways, let's try to take it seriously.
0: Okay. Do you have uh, anything that grants your gears uh, other than this? Uh,
1: so outside of this, like you know, when when you need to call tech support at work, or you have an issue, and then all they tell you is to send a ticket,
0: and it, you can't send a ticket because you're having trouble like, with your internet don't, access. Don't, that don't that call right? me
2: because. Yeah, are,
0: are you are you going with the old WKRP in Cincinnati? How can we tell people we're off the air if we're off the air? <laughs> <laughs> Is that where you're going how am i supposed to send you a ticket that my internet Pretty isn't much. working there, when there, my internet yeah, there, isn't there, working
1: there, there, there's been times like that yeah that's
2: like when okay. you call your 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 like hearing cat like rogers or bell and it's like hey, if you're experiencing internet or cable issue or internet issues you can go to our website and like no i can't
1: yeah no especially when when all, all the solutions like oh I'll just reimage your computer i'm like no oh. uh no or i think my favorite was i like, called them once and it was just like, so this is the problem that I'm having like is your monitor properly plugged in? I'm like, if it wasn't plugged in, I wouldn't be able to see this issue and then immediately hung up on them.'m hmm.
0: I'm like, I'm sure oh, they were oh. happy.
1: <laughs> Listen, stupid questions deserve stupid answers like if that if that's what you as a tech specialist comes up with after I've described something on the screen it's like is, is there a power source to the monitor? Obviously. So you're reading a script. Goodbye. Anyway, I, I, I All digress. right. I digress. Yeah.
0: Cool. Uh, games coming up.
1: Oh, I just closed it. So uh, <laughs> <let's> <laughs> You're welcome. My phone. Jeez, I'm sorry, guys. So we actually know when we're going to be back. And I may be in a great mood or a bad mood. Thursday. I was going to say June. Not June. Thursday, oh, February gosh. 11th. Tomorrow. In Winnipeg, and then Saturday the 13th in Winnipeg. Is it a 7 p.m. game? Of course not. It's three. And then what? after that, yeah, we're, we're not playing. A, I don't think we have another Saturday night game. We have ooh, two, three. Yeah, we have four Saturday night games left. Hmm. And one that starts at 10. Um, no, that's the like week that's past. And then Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday in Toronto
2: bet those are 7pm starts yeah well those are weekdays too
1: so that's what we've got and then we will record after the Toronto game so feel free to send in your emails let us know what grinds are gears we
2: are going to be either flying high or flying low
1: or flying apathetic or <laughs> just
2: trundling yeah. along yeah <laughs> tune in next week we sh-
0: yeah so we should be back on after the game on Thursday the 18th should be subject to change without notice because that's the way the world works these days yep. but that's when we hope to be back so if you have comments about any of the games that are coming up or you want to add to the what grants your gears segment or you have something you want us to talk about drop us a line at podcast at we love getting emails as we get a couple every, every show and it's always fun to give us something to talk about because everybody has something that they're thinking of and it's not necessarily what we're coming up with um, you can also call the waiver wire at one eight four four SCU S E N S. Leave us a voicemail. We can get talking points from that too.
2: So, yeah, listen, guys. We're getting emails from a little tiny town in mid eastern Sweden. Step it up, North America. Let's go. Email or the
0: or the rest of the world for that matter. You can always just drop us a line and say, "Hey, I'm listening in Australia," or "I'm listening in wherever." Let us know. Always happy to hear from you. So we should be back on the 18th. Until then, on behalf of Canuck and Pan, I'm Cardinal. Thank you all very much for listening. Good night.
2: Bye.